0: Hello, and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross, and today I wanna talk to you about your fears. More specifically, I wanna talk to you about the reasons I believe that you shouldn't run and hide from your fears, that you should get closer to your fears. Now, this is a little bit of a different format today's episode, because I actually started talking about this with my clients. So on a Monday morning, we come together for a bit of a team talk, and um, today we came together and I started to talk through these five points that I'm going to share with you in this episode today, and because we only have a limited amount of time, I only got to the second point, so so I'm going to play that for you in a minute, and then I'm going to regroup, come back, and I'm going to record from point three to point five. I could have re-recorded it, and I'm not not re-recording it out of laziness or anything like that. It's because sometimes when you say things um, unscripted, like non-prepared, just with a couple of bullet points, when you try and re-record these things, you don't make the same special points as you made when you first said it. So although it's probably a bit scrappy because it's a conversation with my clients, I'm gonna play you the initial couple of points as they were from this morning's um, team talk. And then I'm going to interrupt myself, come back in for points three, four, and five. Now, before we dive in, I just want to flag to you I am currently taking one to one clients for 2023. And for those of you not on my email list and don't follow me on Instagram or because of the bloody algorithm, haven't seen my posts, I just want to flag you down to say, This is the first time that I have expanded my one-to-one offerings. So there is now more than one option to work with me one-to-one. And I'm going to really encourage you to go to tlb.org.uk forward slash work with me. That's TLB, stands for Thrive Life and Business. TLB.org.uk forward slash work with me. Because if what I talk about on the Inner Work Conversation, if that resonates with you, the deepest, most transformational work that I do is on a one-to-one basis. And this is my invitation to you. I am inviting you into that. And I have expanded the offerings out so that you have more choices to work with. And that might be because that's what that's the support you feel like you need. It might be because that is the um, investment level that you're at. Um, But what I do want to say also is I've had a couple of you who have seen those new offerings and have contacted me to say, I'm not in a financial position to invest in myself right now. If that is you, I am encouraging you to not only listen to this podcast, The Inner Wire Conversation, but make it your personal development time. My belief is that there is something in every single episode that if you turn that back on yourself and you not only self-reflect it, how does this impact me, but implement it into your life and into your business, I genuinely believe that you can make significant transformational change using this information. So if that's you, I hope these podcast episodes help. And if you are looking to work with me one-to-one, one, I have two more consultation spaces left this side of Christmas. And that's just an inquiry call just to see if it's a good fit. Um, but yeah, this is this is your invitation, guys. I want to work with you 2023. Let's have it. So um Let's head into the episode, Reasons to Get Close to Your Fears. I'm going to hit play on the first couple of points, and then I'm going to rejoin you and explain the third, fourth, and fifth. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to your Monday morning pep talk with Nikki Cross. (laughs) So I'm really pleased that you're here with me. I hope you have a warm beverage on this frosty, frosty day. I want to talk to you about some things that came up as I was putting my makeup on this morning. And it came up because I was texting one of my one-to-one clients and... We were talking about the value of getting really close to your fears and how from the beginning to her journey to the end, which is going to be sort of mid-January time, sort of how she's progressed personally with getting close to her fears and using them as the tools that they are. For any of you who have worked with me for a little while, I am one for shining a light on and illuminating the things that I believe we would prefer to keep in the dark. And I don't mean like outer truths, like, you know, you guys have worked with or have yourself or have managed people who would rather cover up the fact that, you know, they're not meeting their target or they're not doing very well. And I think that we treat our fears in the same way, naturally. And I say naturally and I say we, I include myself on this is what I'm about to talk to you about is a very intentional practice so i have five reasons why i think it's important to get close to your fears the first thing that i want to do whether you're here live or you're listening to this on replay is i want you to connect to your fears the answer to this question is the thing that holds you back the most and i want you to get closer than close to it and what i mean by that is i want you to sort of put down the first thing that comes into your mind don't overthink it Write down the thing that you feel like holds you back the most, whether it's, you know, worrying what other people think or worrying whether it's going to work out and you'll fail for some reason. And then look at that thing that you've written down and try and peel a layer of the onion away. So try and be like, okay, so if that's what I've written down, why is that? Why do I worry what people will think? And you might find that the next layer down to that problem is, is because you don't want to be rejected or you don't want to look stupid. And when you pay, peel that layer away, it might be because you remember being rejected once and it was a really painful experience, or you remember when you failed in business once and you lost your job, or there's a root to your fears and I'm asking you to get as close to it as you, you're able to. And the reason I say to write it down, I think is because And not just think it is because when we think things, we are emotional beings. When we think thoughts, it's really hard for us to separate out how we feel about those thoughts. And so writing them down is so helpful because it allows you to separate yourself out from the thought and just look at it with a slight, slightly more objectivity than if it was just to be held in your mind, right? At this point, you should have written down your fears and peeled the layers away I want to sell to you this morning the reason why it's really important for you get to get close to these. Number one, to validate them. And I know that you might be thinking, no, 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 no. I don't want to validate my fears. I want them to be wrong. Me too. Me too. I want my fears to be wrong. And I want your fears that you have about yourself to be wrong too. But guess what? They might be right. There is validity in some of our fears. This is where I think positive affirmations don't serve us is when we're doing some fear work. And that is, you know, don't worry, you won't be rejected. Don't worry, you can't fail. And it's like, no, no, I I can. <laughs> it can fail. I might be rejected. So I want you to write them down first and foremostly and get close to them so that you can see them and validate them. I've written here in my notes, you don't want to keep them hypothetical like the monster under the bed. When you were little, the monster under the bed was in your mind a a very real thing. The monster under the bed caused you very real pain, but it was real, right? You felt it. You felt the fear of the monster under the bed. And I don't know if any of you ever remember, I certainly do, getting one of my sisters or my mum to come and Like, look under the bed. And it's almost like saying, Look, whether it's true or not, whether it's hypothetical or not, I just want to know that it doesn't exist in my world right now. And so, my belief is shining a light on your fears helps you to validate them. Yes, that is a very true and real potential outcome but I can see when I shine a light on it that it's not my truth now I can see when I shine a light on it that when it's a hidden fear when it's a hidden monster under the bed it lurks in the depth of your being and it plays out through your inaction and action so when you're little it looks like I'm not going to sleep because the monster under the bed will get me I'm not sticking a foot out even though I'm roasting hot because the monster will bite my toe, right? And in in grown-up life, in adult life, it plays out exactly the same. We do this as adults. We don't shine a light on our fears and we don't illuminate them and we don't validate them because we want to stay as far away from them as we possibly can, thinking that that is serving us. And the nudge to you here, on this first point is, when you don't do that, when you don't draw them closer and look at them and objectively validate them and say, that could be true but it's not my reality right now rather than come from this place of feeling scared of something that's not even real yet it allows you to not have actions and inactions come from this hypothetical fear but instead of what's real and what's true hidden fear lurks in the depths of your being and plays out through your actions and inactions So the point here is to raise your awareness of that fear. It stops or it reduces, doesn't stop, but it reduces the amount of how much and how intensely that hypothetical fear is playing out in your real world. So you've got it hidden down, down, down in your inner world. And when you hide it down, down, down in your inner world, it's going to play out in your outer world. It's just that you're not close to it. You're not looking at it with objectivity. The second reason that I want you, we're not going to get through all five. I'm going to turn this into a podcast episode on the Inner Work Conversation. The second reason why I want you to get close to your fears is so that you can actually assess them. I'm just going to stop here and read one of this comment. Oh, I can relate to this one as a business owner's business owners and anyone who has sales targets in their career. Listen to this example. All of this, mine is fear of not making enough. In, in like star quotes, money. And then my tactic is avoidance, which keeps the fear alive. It feeds it, right? Weirdly, I felt the need to journal on this today. I visualized it like all the while I'm not looking directly at it. It exists like something lurking in the corner of your eyesight. Then when you look directly at it, it crumbles away like a vampire in the sun. I have that exact same experience. I have, and I'd highly recommend this, I have a journal that is solely for my fears. It's called My Conversations With Fear. And sometimes I I look back on the things that I've written down in that journal and they're hilarious, as hilarious as the monster under the bed. They are funny, funny, funny things. But at the time, they were not funny. They were the things that were keeping me stuck, keeping me very small, keeping me from having the, meaningful and important conversations that build connection even if they were uncomfortable right so thank you firstly for sharing that that's so so valid and so valuable and so beautiful the way that you've put that and so adds to the conversation that we're having today number two i want you to get close to your fears so that you can actually self-assess objectively now self-assess listen to what i'm talking about here and then you can do something about your inadequacies I will not have any of you believe that you have no inadequacies, no weaknesses. I will not build you up and feed into your ego nor mine by trying to help you believe that, you know, you have got everything that you need inside of you and you've got all that it takes. I believe that you've got everything within you. In terms of your drive and in terms of your inner wisdom, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you've got the knowledge, skills or appropriately refined behaviors to achieve your vision, to do what you want to do, to be who you want to be. And so what I believe that keeping our fears hidden away does to us is it stops us from objectively looking at ourselves and basically doing a training needs analysis basically going okay well let's take the fear that you've brought up there the fear of not making enough money let's say that if we strip that fear back a layer one of the reasons might be well am i good enough am i good enough at what i do if we don't get close to that that plays out in i might not be good enough and it plays out in our actions and inactions and what i would rather you do is actually objectively assess your inadequacies i.e a training needs Analysis to achieve that, where might I need to learn? Where might my knowledge need to increase? My skills need to be refined and my behaviors to achieve that outcome and move away from my fears. Where might I need to develop myself? I would rather you look at that than have this. What did you say? Have it lurking in the corner. I'm not good enough because the fact is, you might not be. You might not be good enough. I know when I started my business. I was not good enough at a social media strategy. I was not good enough at my client onboarding process. I had to learn those things. I had to shadow people who were able to do those things, who had been doing them for a long time. I had to buy courses and invest in myself and in turn my business. And I would rather you objectively look at your inadequacies and deal with them than shy away from looking your fear in the eye, which is I'm not good enough, right? We are on... Quarter past. And I have three more points to make, but I'm going to save them and I'm going to record them in the inner work conversation because the next three, I believe, are the reasons that really will help you to drive forward. I don't know if any of you have ever read Playing Big by Tara Moore. Oh, is it that book or is it, it's either that book or Big Magic by Liz Gilbert, one of them. And they talk about allow fear in the car, just don't give it the steering wheel. Just don't let it control the music. Don't let it sit in the back. Make sure it's very quiet. It's allowed for the journey, but it's just not allowed to control the journey. And that is exactly what I'm talking about here. Don't worry if you've missed out and if you've only just joined us. We're going into hour one now. The rest of this will be recorded on the Innerware Conversation because I have three more points to make. Hello, I am back. So you've listened to points one and two. Number one, validate them. Don't keep them hypothetical like the monster under the bed. Number two, Bring your fears closer so you can actually assess objectively and then do something about your need to increase your knowledge or skills, right? The third point is so that you can use the fear. Too many people who I work with stay stuck from their fears and the work that I do with them is to help them turn their fear into fuel. I genuinely, genuinely believe that your fears have the ability to fuel you, providing you are not a victim of them. But instead, look at them and go, am I afraid that this won't work out and that I won't make money? Right, yeah, shit, I am afraid of that. We'll best do something about it. You know, you heard from my client, the example that she gave in our team talk where she was like, when I cower from them and I let them grow bigger in that dark corner over there, that is so relatable in business, so relatable. If we're scared that our business won't make money because we're not good enough, and we allow that to go under the surface operating in its sly, dark, sneaky way, then it's going to stop you from taking courageous action. But if you shine a light on it, and I know I've done the whole spotlight in a dark room thing in other episodes, but if you shine a light on that fear and you look at it and go, do you know what, I, I I actually accept and acknowledge, this is a very real thing, I potentially could fail and not make money here, and I'm scared of that, you can allow that to be your fuel, I, what, why do I want this money, I want this money, because it's a good exchange for services, I want this money, because I want to serve my clients in the best way possible, and I want that to feel like uh, um. Great energetic exchange, their investment in themselves, the money that they pay me for the service that I provide. And I want to use that money to fill in the gap, fill in the blank. I want to use that money to pay my mortgage, to create financial safety for my family and I. I want to use that money to reinvest back in my business. Whatever that is for you, bring it forward so that you can use it to fuel you. That is one of the greatest gifts that our fears will give us is fuel. Fuel. If you have a fear that you are not good enough and therefore you're going to be rejected, people are going to think that what you've got to say is stupid, allow that to fuel you. Look that fear in the eye and allow it to be the thing that you go, yeah, shit, I am scared of that. I am worried that people are going to think that the things that I've got to say are silly or invalid. But if I feel this, then someone out there must also feel this someone else out there must also feel like they are very much on their own. I want to let you all know, I started, if you go all the way back and listen to the introduction that I used to use for the inner work conversation, it always used to say the inner work conversation is here to help you feel empowered and reassured that you are totally not alone. And I'm going to be honest, some of the things that I've shared on the inner work conversation, I have always had the fear of Am I on my own with this? Like, is this something that only I struggle with? Is this something something specific to me and I'm gonna publish this podcast to the world and the world is gonna be like, nope, you're on your own, Nick. That is definitely a you thing. And don't get me wrong, there have been times in life and in business where I've shared one of my deepest vulnerabilities and the other person listening has been like, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Like, I don't suffer from that at all. I know that if you're listening to this podcast, I know that some of the inner work and some of the dark depths of our fears, they affect you too. That's why you're here. So if I can use my own fears as my fuel, I know that you can too. And I want you to get closer to them so that you can use them as your petrol or your diesel or your electric, the thing that powers you, the thing that drives you forward. You know, in your linguistic programming, they have what's called metaprograms, um, this is all very fancy terminology, but basically one of them is how we are motivated. And you can either have towards motivation or away from motivation. And you'll find that a lot of, you know, we're at the time of year now, a lot of new year's resolutions are set in away from language. Why I wanna lose weight? Why do you want to lose weight? Because I don't want to be this fat anymore. I wanna get a new job. Why do you want a new job? Because I don't want to work for that boss anymore. I want to gain weight. Why do you want to gain weight? Because I don't want to be this thin anymore whatever, whatever the example is. Right. And it's like, can we pair our away from motivations with our towards motivations? I want to be, I want to go to the gym. I want a healthy, I want a healthier body. Why do you want a healthier body? Because I want to live long enough so that I meet my grandchildren or whatever that is for you. Can you see? It's like, we've got away from motivations and towards motivations. And I want you to recognize your fears so that you can illuminate them and use them as your towards fuel. I am scared of this thing. I don't want that outcome. So going back to the example we gave before, I'm scared of not being good enough and my business failing and me not making enough money. I don't want to be in a situation where I'm financially struggling. So therefore, that must mean that I do want to be successfully providing my services and people to be benefiting from them massively and for me to be financially fine, more than fine. That's my fuel that's my motivation let's get it let's go what actions can i take towards making that happen can you see how that works can you see how your fears as dark as they are when we actually get the courage to look them in the eye we can use them as our, as our fuel and like i said before many of the people who start to work with me at the beginning they are cowering from their fears their fears are this darkness in the corner and the work that we do together is shining a light on those fears so that they can gain the confidence in themselves, not in some sort of out, out, um, oh, outside, <laughs> that's the word, outside external validation or evidence which sounds and looks like I'll feel confident when I've earned this much money. I'll feel confident when I've got this many recurring clients or whatever that is, whatever those success success measurements are for you. No, it's not that. It's I have the inner confidence to support myself in taking this courageous action to move me towards the outcome that I want for myself. It's that, that's the thing that we build, right? The inner trust. Number four, what does this say? Oh, number four, it helps you ask yourself better questions. Yeah, <laughs> listen to me agreeing with my own points. <laughs> but it does. It's so true. When you get closer to your own fears, you start to ask yourself better questions. So the reason that I put this point down is because I want to highlight to you all that when we have fears, we without challenging them, without questioning them, quite often, what we will do is accept them as truth. We will just be like, yeah, this is true, I haven't challenged it. It lives inside of me as a belief and I act from that place. So if we believe, for example, like I did, when I still had a job but really wanted to start my own business, I had a genuine fear inside of me that I wasn't gonna be good enough, able enough, entrepreneurial enough to make the leap. And without, when I when I used to cower from that fear in the corner and not shine any light on it, the thing that I used to do was ask myself questions like, well, could I just get a better job than this that would make me a bit happier? Or um, could I could I speak to my boss and maybe change my working arrangements? When actually what I really, really wanted to do was have my own business, was to determine my own route. So when I was able to get closer to my fears, what that allowed me to do was ask myself better questions Can I speak to my boss and negotiate a six-month exit strategy to give me the time in an honest way to transition from employment to running my own business, being really honest with him and giving him the ability to have some stability for someone to come and take over my role? It's like, can you see how when you actually get closer to your fears It it sort of means that you have to be honest with yourself and therefore in being honest with yourself, ask yourself better questions. Because when you ask yourself shit questions on the foundation of your fears being true and not challenging them, that's when you stay stuck. That's when you keep yourself in the same scenario because the questions you're asking yourself are without challenging those fears. And then the last point that I have for you is one that is very, very close to my heart, especially this year in 2022, I wanna let you all know that this year has not been easy in the slightest for me. It has been difficult navigating the ins and outs, the intricacies of business. And I'm not telling you that like a sob story, like, oh, Nick, I hope you're okay, because I am. And what I am telling you that for is so that you know that it's not just you going through the challenges of business and the inner work. And this year for me has been one of trying and failing and trying and tweaking and trying and falling flat on my face and having to apologize to people and having to hear really hard truths and taking feedback and making changes. And none of it goes without dents to the ego and none of it goes without it shaping your evolvement as a human And so that's why number five is when you get closer to your fears, as opposed to you staying stuck when you're ignoring them in the dark, in the dark corner and you're cowering from them and you're not taking any action, you're not making any meaningful progression forward. Instead of that, when you get close to your fears, it encourages you to try and fail. And in doing so, what you get from those failures, and putting them in inverted commas, is you get the gift of learning and taking progressive movement forward. And let me tell you, in my business, and in life, but in my business, it's been through trying and putting something out there and going, oh shit, that didn't work, right? What? How? Why didn't that work? Let me have a look at it, like a scientist almost, and being like, right, if I hypothesize and if I dissect what's happened and if I see where I could make improvements and what I could do differently given that you know I've got the same goal I want the same things for myself I want the same outcome but I tried this one thing and it didn't work what can I do better I tried this one thing and it didn't give me the outcome that I wanted to. And yeah, that hurts. And yeah, I need to do a lot of inner work to make sure that this doesn't impact my belief in myself. That's separate. The inner work is separate. The outer work is, I got a lesson from that failure. What's that lesson? I learned so much from trying that and it not working. What can? How can I use that data, that information, and apply it to my forward action, right? So often we don't, I was speaking about this to my clients earlier on, so often what we don't do is we don't actually give ourselves this time and space within our weeks to see for ourselves, oh right, so that didn't work, and instead of booking myself back to back, instead of that, I'm going to give myself the time to self-reflect, to to self-coach, to see where... I could be amending things and changing things in my outer actions and in my inner world, the the beliefs that I have to be true about myself. I'm gonna see where I can make changes so that I can make progressive, meaningful action forward because I believe that I am capable of that. I believe that through my actions and through me implementing things, I can learn. I can try and I can fail and I can learn. And that is okay and it makes me human and it makes you human too. So they're my five reasons that I really think that it is useful for us to get closer to our fear. That is the work that we do together. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, this is your invitation to, if you've been called to, or if you feel called to work with me on a one-to-one basis, I've expanded my offerings. Please go to tlb.org.uk forward slash work with me. That's TLB stands for thrive life and business.org.uk forward slash work with me. And you'll find the options there. One last thing before we go. The when I get the podcast stats, I can see that some of the people who listen to this podcast aren't subscribed on iTunes or don't follow on Spotify. If you click subscribe or follow, it means that you don't miss another episode. It means it'll pop up whenever I release a new episode. Please do that. I would love you to come back and listen to another episode. And also, if you can think of someone who would benefit from hearing what I've talked about today, send the link to this episode onto them. And if you don't know how to do that, just send them a screenshot and let them figure it out themselves. So three things. Work with me. Um, not like I'm not telling you to work with me I'm saying it's available tlb.org.uk forward slash work with me second thing follow or subscribe to this podcast third thing share it with someone that you care about okay so please never forget I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too